Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Father, we thank you for the word. The scriptures are true that the entrance of your word brings light and gives understanding to the simple. We take it. We believe it. We receive it. Understanding and light shine upon us today in such a powerful way and give us a revelation. This morning, Holy Spirit, let us speak to the spirits of men. And that Heavenly Father, as we speak, there will be stirred such holy emotions within our hearers and thereby taking every word that is being spoken not as simply the words of men, but that which comes from your very throne, causing such change and transformation in the hearts of men. I thank you. You do it again. You do it again, Lord. You do it again. I'm glad you do it again, Lord. I'm happy you do it again. I'm excited that you are giving rain for every seed which we are sowing in this ground and on this earth. This seed will bear fruit and fruit that remains. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So we continue with our series of sermons, The Power of Forgiveness. Today is part two. Um, and so last week when we started our series of sermons on the power of forgiving, of forgiveness, the power of being forgiven, it is very possible that you can be forgiven and not know. Um, let me give you an example. A lot of us think that Uganda got her independence when? October 9th, 1962. What you don't know is that the agreements for the independence of Uganda were signed before the 9th of October in England. So at the time of the signing of those agreements, when those meetings happened and the British allowed, that's when actually Uganda was. But the effectiveness of that independence began on the day we recognized it. Okay, let me give you a simple example. You know, you did not pass your PLE on the day you received the marks. That's not the day you passed. You passed your exams on the day you did your exams. You passed or failed them. At that day you finished and you put the paper and gave it to the what? To the examiner. That is the day you either passed or failed. That is it. The, the day you received your marks back was simply a confirmation of what had already, it's already done. And that's one of the things you must understand about forgiveness. The effects of being forgiven kick in on the day of recognition. And yet your forgiveness 
was guaranteed on that day Jesus was not even resurrected, crucified. Which day, by the way, you don't know. It's not Easter. It's not Good Friday. Because the scriptures say that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the earth. Now, when was the foundation of the earth? Before then. Before then. Before then. Which means, my friend, for you to live in a feeling of God hasn't forgiven me is your thing. It's not God's thing. Oh, glory be to his name. It is not God's thing. It is your thing. And if you don't like it, you can give it to the devil. And just say it is the devil's thing for you to live in where you are feeling uh, unforgiven. Where you are feeling like, me, what I did is too big. It is, it is very strong. And, and therefore, I don't... Uh, I, I think when I go to God, I must be very... Because you don't know, I'm not sure if he has actually really, but God, have you really, 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 are you? No, 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 those are not his things. Those are your things, all the devil's things, someone. You see, the Bible says the devil is the accuser of the brethren and Jesus is the savior of sinners. Eesh. Come on. Don't you see that there is a difference? Can't you see that there is a difference? There is a savior and there is an accuser and Jesus is one. The good one. Hallelujah. Because let me tell you we have an advocate with the father. Jesus Christ the righteous one. You have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. And, and that's why the, John, John is amazing. John just keeps saying, me, I'm the beloved. I'm the most loved. And, 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 and because, you know, John could say that, that I am the most beloved of Jesus' disciples because I was not yet born. You understand? Eh? But now... He also knows. Even where John is, he now knows I am. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is favorite is standing before you. Forgiven, set free, redeemed, justified, sanctified, hey, hey, purified. Glorified. Hey. This is who I am talking. Uh, by the way, I'm also talking about you. You see, that's why the things of God are amazing. They are by faith. They, you know what that means? You just allow. You just agree. Hallelujah. You just accept it to be true. And it is true. You, so, you, because it's already true. It's already done. I've told you. Your forgiveness was not guaranteed when you said, Father, please forgive me. No. And I am telling you, when you kneel down on your knees to say, Father, please forgive me, that one helps you, not God. That one, it helps you to know that you have been forgiven. But the truth is, 
Before the foundations of the earth, God made provision for you and I forgiveness. Am I talking about the power of forgiveness? Now, and, I, and I'm telling you, you see, the problem that I was telling you on Thursday at the MC Crown Table, if you don't understand the character of God, you don't know that your biggest problem is not your sin. Your, your biggest challenge right now, and you know why? I can even tell when some people are, are hearing this word that the problem has already kicked in. The problem is not your sin. Even if you want it to be your sin, the problem is not your sin. Your sin was taken care of by Jesus Christ at the cross. Your biggest challenge is unbelief. Your failure to believe Jesus. So like when God says, I am the one who forgives your sins. And then you are like, um... You haven't met the ones I did. And he's like, uh-uh, look, I am omniscient. Eh? God is like, I know everything. Father, Father, you just haven't met. You probably, and, and he's there like, no, what's your problem? I'm telling you I know, and I'm telling you I'm forgiving you, and you are saying, I don't, uh, are you God? Or should we change chairs now? Should, should I give you the throne? Uh, do you understand? You see the problem God has with us. It's like, should I give you the ruler? To, can you, should you be the ruler of the world? And me, I am telling you, I have fathered, but there were four abortions. I know. And you know why all this is true? It is because, you know when it comes to forgiveness, which is the main point for today, it is in the power of the offended to forgive. <laughs> Even you, you know it. Has someone ever come to you and said, I'm sorry? And you looked at them and you're like, Even if you say it 10 times, <laughs> praise the Lord. Even you, you know it. It is in the power of the offended to forgive. And if the offended, Decides not to forgive. However many apologies, you can write it in English, translate it in French, and put it in Spanish, decorate the letter, and say all kinds of manner of things. It is the person you have offended that has the power to forgive you. And therefore, it is only God who has the power to forgive you. Because for every offense, it is an offense against God. However, the amazing thing about God is his mercy endures forever. His mercy endures forever. Now, my mercy has a limit. But God's mercy endures 
forever. And don't pretend, even you, you know, if you were living in the other days when the moment you sinned, fire came down. Hey, some of you would be ashes, ten times squared. You would be ashes. Oh, but the mercy of God. Oh, but the mercy of God. There's a story in the Bible, in the book of Matthew chapter 18, that demonstrates this for us. Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 he says, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Should it be up to seven times? Then Jesus said, I don't say to you up to seven times. You see, you see that's what I've just told you, that our forgiveness has what? Limits. Our must, for Peter, it's like after the seventh time, I've hit my limits. And Jesus is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Up to 70 times 70 a day. If you're keeping counts. Father, how often should I forgive my wife? That's, by the way, that's the number nowadays I use on my wife. 70 times 7. My children, I'm not yet sure, but <laughs> praise the Lord. But he says up to 70 times. And then says, therefore, this is how the kingdom of heaven is like. He says, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, someone say, I was not able to pay, his master commanded, <laughs> let us sell you. To Sudan or Libya. And not only him. But with his wife also. And children. Let's also not spare them. <laughs> and uh, anything he has. His bicycle chickens and saucepans. Let's sell everything. And so that we can make the payment. The servant therefore fell down before him saying. Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion. Did we say that his mercy is endures forever? Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But the, the guy said, I will pay. And the master said, uh, I look at you, I see you, I know you. <laughs> you can't afford. So I forgive you. Why? Because it is in the power of the offended to forgive. So the servant went out. Then he found another servant. Who owed him a hundred denarii? His was how many? The other one was 10,000. This was denarii. So it's like someone owes you owe like a hundred million. And then you meet someone who owes you a hundred thousand. And he laid hands on him, took him by the throat. <laughs> you will pay me <laughs> what you owe. 
So the fellow fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me, I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison until he should pay. How is someone going to even pay your debt when he's in prison? But that's what he did. So when the fellow servants saw, when the fellow servants saw what he had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after called him and said, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I pitied you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. The debt was reversed. So my heavenly father will do to you if each of you from your heart do not forgive your brothers their trespasses. Now, I know you now. You want me to preach on this particular text, on that last bit. Because you feel like there is someone who needs to forgive you. Or maybe there is someone you are holding that you need to forgive. I'm not going to talk to you about that one. I'm just going to talk to you about the monster. Because this is what this series is about. This series is about God forgiving you. It is in the power of God to forgive. You are the offender and if you don't think you are an offender, that's the offense. That's the first offense. Which is, by the way, why it is ridiculous that you can be born again and be in church and be there holding others as if they are so terrible in their offenses and you are better than them. It is ridiculous. Even God looks and is like, I, what's wrong with you? Don't you realize how great mercy I had on you? you I forgave you. And I saw so in Acts chapter 5, verses 31, he says, him, which is Jesus, God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior. Look at the next words. Uh-huh. To give. To do what? To give. There are two things that God is giving you because of Jesus and by Jesus. There are two things. He says, to give what? Repentance to Israel and the forgiveness of sins. Who gives the forgiveness of sins? God. Hallelujah. And so now, do you see what this scripture is saying? It's saying that after the resurrection, God, it's why Jesus ascended to heaven, by the way. Hello? That Jesus ascended to heaven to sit at the right hand of God so that God will give repentance and forgiveness of sins. It is a beautiful thing for you to understand and to behold that right now your advocate Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the father and is saying daddy my blood and God dishes out forgiveness. Daddy, my blood, and God forgives. Daddy, my blood, and God forgives. 
Daddy, my blood and God forgives. Daddy, my blood and God forgives. Daddy, my blood and God forgives. And so the question again today for all of us is, will you receive the forgiveness of your sins? Have you received not just with your head, but deep down in your heart, in your spirit, the forgiveness of your sins. The power for you to change, the power for you to transact in the spirit comes from that realization of there is no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ. Jesus Christ, who has redeemed us with such a mighty redemption, who has forgiven us with such a mighty forgiveness. The power of forgiveness does not lie in a human effort. The power of forgiveness lies in the Savior who went to the cross and says, I forgive you. Go and sin no more. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.